to the Fit Fun Macro Mom Podcast. If you are a super busy mom with fitness and nutrition goals but struggle to see results and are trying to be the best mama you can while taking care of your family, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, I'm going to dive into macro tracking, how to create food freedom, how to repair and increase your metabolism, along with lots of tips and tricks to help you get results and sustain them for life so you never have to diet again. If you are ready to live life with more confidence, joy, better health, and more energy while crushing some amazing physique goals along the way, then you are in the right spot. I am Jessie Vandenberg, certified personal trainer, macronutrition coach, wife, and mama of two who has taken her full-time training business from the gym setting to a multiple six-figure business virtually, sharing absolutely everything I know from my heart in hopes to impact not only your life, but your children's lives. I am a firm believer that our children do what we do, not what we say, and it is our job to lead from the front. So mama, if you are ready to take control of your fitness, your nutrition, your schedule, and truly gain more confidence and balance, then grab your water bottle and or your cup of coffee, pull up your chair, and let's dive in. Hey, you guys. Happy Friday. All right, you guys. This episode is going to be short, sweet, and to the point because we are going to talk about stress in our life and how stress can show up on the scale in a negative way, especially when we're working so hard on our health and fitness journey, working on weight loss and not seeing the results that we wanna see and how the stress in our life could be the problem, right? So I remember you guys, I'm gonna take you back when I was going through infertility. I remember um, Gracie was, gosh, she was about four or five years old and we decided, gosh, you know, we wanted another baby. We had been trying. I didn't know why I wasn't getting pregnant. And I went to the doctor. I was seeing all of these different doctors, naturopaths, specialists. And it was always just an unknown diagnosis of how come I couldn't get pregnant. And I'm a problem solver and a fixer. And I was doing the best I could to take care of myself with my fitness, with my nutrition, my sleep, my water. And the scale was going up. And I remember going to the natural path and they had put me on a diet um, of being corn-free, bean-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, and gluten-free all at the same time, you guys. You want to talk about stress. Holy smokes. I had to get super creative on what I could eat. And I'm going to digress for a minute, but I remember it came down to Thanksgiving and I was like, oh my gosh, I love dessert. I love pumpkin pie, not the crust. I just like like the custard pie and I couldn't even eat that. So I got super creative. I paid $72, you guys, for cashews, enough cashews to make a cashew cheesecake. And this cheesecake cost me $72 to make. And I took it to Thanksgiving and I was the only one that had a slice of it and it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever had. And I was so disappointed, so disappointed. So I was looking forward to it and had such high hopes for it. And well, like I said, I digress, but I am here to tell you, I was so incredibly stressed out over the fact of why I could not get pregnant, right? 
Why was my body failing me? What was going on? How come it's unknown? I just want, I would have rather known, right, than not know. So then that way I could work towards a goal of fixing and healing and repairing, right? But there was no reason. It was this unknown diagnosis. Well, what I realized afterwards was how the stress of the unknown was affecting my body. And you guys, I was having all of these digestive issues and I was so bloated literally from the top, from my sternum all the way down to like my C-section scar and then side to side. Like I was so bloated. I looked like I was walking around four or five months pregnant most days of the week and I was absolutely miserable. But my body, what happened was my body was internalizing the stress. As happy and go lucky as I am, what I learned about myself during that time was how much I internalized it. And um, I didn't realize that till afterwards. And I finally, we finally got pregnant with Rudy because we had a situation within our family that I was more focused on. And you guys, that's when I got pregnant. When my focus shifted to that, and it shifted away from the what's wrong with me? How come I can't get pregnant? What's going on, right? But it was the stress of that. And I share this story with you guys because there is so much going on in this world and there is so much going on in each and every one of our lives and things that can cause major stress. Maybe you're on this weight loss journey and you're like, man, Jess, I have been showing up every single day and working so hard and the scale is just not shifting. Maybe it's the stress in your life. Maybe not, but maybe, maybe it could be. So I want to share these things with you because you guys are not alone. We all at some point in life will have some major stressors and see the scale go up. So when I was going through infertility and when I was free of all of that food, I was eating the cleanest I had ever eaten in my whole entire life. Um, I was seven to eight pounds heavier on the scale. And you guys, it was all from the stress. And I know that doesn't seem like a whole lot for some of you guys, but like that was a big deal for me. And because like I said, I was eating better than I ever had. I was like, what is going on? But you guys, it was the stress that was showing up. And when you continue to add stress upon stress in your life, stress is not always a bad thing. Right? I want you guys to hear me when I say that. There's good stress and there's bad stress. But when you continually add stress upon stress, it causes so much more problems. And it also causes the scale to go up for various reasons that I'll share. So there are so many different compounding stressors. So when you think about things like Dieting in itself is a stressor, right? People, when they're trying to lose weight and they're tracking their food and they're trying to plan out their meals, sometimes that right there alone is a stressor. When we are working out and training our bodies, we are stressing our bodies out. We're tearing those muscles down and breaking them down in the workouts that if we don't give ourselves adequate recovery time, our bodies are under a great level of stress and they need to repair and heal. Maybe you're stressed out at work. Maybe you're arguing with your boss or with your spouse and that's causing you a lot of stress, right? Maybe you're stressed out with the kids right now. It's just a season of life that's a little bit harder, you guys. It is okay, but it's something that I want you guys to pay attention to. And 
identify and really realize and take ownership of, oh my gosh, I'm really dealing with a lot right now and figuring out how we can better control it, right? So too much stress, you guys, over time can really lead to some crazy side effects. Like for me, my digestive system was like completely out of whack, shutting down. Sometimes it's your immune system. Sometimes it shows up in your thyroid or different absorptions with minerals or vitamins or foods. Um, autoimmune disorders a lot of times can be caused from stress. Um, blood pressure, sleep could be really bad from stress. There are just so many different things, but what I want to get back to is that number on the scale going up because so many of you guys come to this podcast and you have goals of wanting to lose weight. Um, and I want to just help you guys understand how stress can really affect your body. So stressing out can really increase to the hormone cortisol increasing, which actually when you have increased cortisol, cortisol influences fluid retention and the amount of water that we're carrying around. So if we are, number one, not drinking enough water, our bodies will hold on to the water that we have been given it, and what happens? We start storing water. So we increase our water retention, which is an increase on the scale, right? So that's one way. If we are stressed out, or and or overeating binge eating right so a lot of times women will be like oh my gosh i was so stressed out eating my feelings right what is it that generally they gravitate towards carbohydrates sugar right which those things can cause more water retention um because not only just the increased food volume but more water is needed to be able to digest carbohydrates, right? So you have an increase of water retention there. But really, you guys, also when you're not eating enough, your body stores more water retention because it goes into that protective mode. So all of those areas are a big deal, a really big deal when it comes to the scale going up. Our bodies retain fluid, they go into that protective mode. So I want you guys to really think about those things and, and really realize that there's good and bad stress, but it's when the bad stress really starts taking over and those increased cortisol levels really start getting chronically elevated is when you really start having that water retention, that weight gain. So I want you guys to keep in mind that you know we have lots of different hormones in our bodies, but when we're stressed out, our bodies go into this fight or flight mode. Um, and it's, you're not only fighting or fleeing, but your body is just stressed out. So whether it's from the workouts, whether it's from dieting, whether it's from argument, whether it's from work, whether it's home life, when you have an increase of water retention, you have an increase on the scale, right? When you're not getting enough water, when you're not hydrating your body enough, your body will hold on to water and you will have an increase of water retention, which is an increase of weight gain, right? And then also with your eating habits, like I said, overeating, binge eating, eating too many carbohydrates when doing that, you have higher cortisol levels which is more water retention, which is more weight gain. 
So more than likely, when you are so stressed out, it's not much more than water weight. When you are stressed out, your body goes into this fight or flight. It goes into protective mode and you start retaining more fluid. So when you turn it around, just reverse it. Start working on getting more water in. Start working on tracking your food. Start taking control of those emotions and really thinking about, okay, when I am so stressed out and I go to emotionally eat, I'm going to go eat that bowl of hot tamales and that cake sitting on the counter. Before you do that, I want you to ask yourself if that really is going to make you feel better. And I want you to stop yourself in your tracks because emotional eating is something that we have to be really mindful of. And I don't want to get too off topic with this because I'm really focused on stress and the weight gain that stress can cause. But you guys, when we are emotionally eating, that is a whole different trigger, right? And that's a whole different topic. But when you go into binge eating from an emotional standpoint, it can become uncontrollable. So I want you guys to really mindfully start thinking about that. If you're somebody that is a big emotional eater, I want you to bring yourself back to reminding yourself of your goals and reminding yourself of, is that really what's gonna make you feel better? Or is it just something that in the moment? And what is an alternative that you can do? Maybe you can have a piece of fruit. Maybe you can go watch a movie. Maybe you can go play a game. Do something else. Sometimes it's that hand-to-mouth coordination um, that you need to have. But it's not the cake. It's not the hot tamales. It's not the box of cookies. It's going to make you feel better. It's actually taking control and not doing those things that will actually make you feel better. Taking ownership, taking control, but you have to remind yourself in the moment. So all of these things, you guys, can all be something to work towards, and it's not gonna happen overnight, but when you can control the controllable when it comes to stress and start pecking away at one thing at a time, more water, better sleep, making sure you're eating enough, making sure when you become stressed out when you get really emotional and you want to go emotionally eat, what do you have available left in your calories, right? Maybe you have availability for a handful of hot tamales. Girl, go after it. I would, but don't eat the whole bowl. It's not about restricting yourself. It's about controlling yourself and being accountable for what you put in your mouth, right? It's The hot tamales aren't going to make you gain weight. The cake is not going to make you gain weight. If you have the calories and the availability with your carbohydrates in tracking your food, that's available for you if that's what you want to use your calories for. But I can promise you the cake or the hot tamales are not what is going to make you feel better. It's you controlling the emotion. So just remember, you guys, stress upon stress upon stress can cause an increase in cortisol can cause an increase of the scale going up. So if you are not seeing the scale move and you've been showing up for yourself and you are incredibly stressed out, these 
might be the reasons why. So what is it that you can go back in right now in your life and start being more intentional and more accountable for? So that way you can see the scale go back down and you could be working closer towards reaching those goals and just feel confident and positive in the direction that you're going. So as usual, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for showing up and I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Hey there, real quick before you guys head out, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure you head on over to Apple iTunes and click subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes released. If this podcast has been of value to you in some way, please take your time and leave a written review as well. I seriously would be so grateful. You guys, I'm so excited every single time I hear from you guys and see that this show has truly impacted you in some way. The next thing that you can do that is tons of fun is take a screenshot of this episode and or of the review you leave and share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Body by Jess, B-O-D-Y-B-Y-J-E-S-S. Again, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful for you and the opportunity to truly add as much value as I possibly can to you and your family's lives. Until next time, you guys.